Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or the comfort from your own computer or laptop. Create tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They're distributing your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Do spoof, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Mandatory calls to action. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Who is Remarkable? Tonight on this podcast, we're going to talk about why do I call myself remarkable? Before I get started with that, I'm going to play a little song that kind of got me through some difficult times in my life. Give it a few minutes.
To God be the glory, so worthy to be praised. That song right there really brought back some old feelings about some of the things that I was dealing with back then. I really questioned myself in terms of some of the things that I was feeling. The emotions, the distress, the heartache, the pain, the discouragement, all of these different aspects. Because I was not sure was I even worthy to be what I was called to be. I questioned myself in so many aspects, so many factors, so many different areas. Because I was not really honest with myself. And when I say I really wasn't honest with myself in terms of what do I really want to do in terms of moving forward, what what I'm trying to get to. There was times I didn't know if I was coming and going. And I questioned a lot of the things that I were doing, like friendships and relationships. And am I a good mother? Am I a good wife? Am I a good friend? Is it something I did wrong? Is it something that caused people to treat me the way they treat me? And I made myself look really bad. And I beat myself up for years trying to ask myself, looks like, is something Trisha did? Is this something wrong with me? And I came to an honest decision this year alone to confront some of these issues that I really struggled with for a very long time. This is what you didn't know about Remarkable. People have came and gone in my life so much. I've lost people. People disconnect themselves from me for whatever reason. And I've come to realize after having a conversation with two individuals that I had a conversation with, it was not me that was the problem. It was something that was going on with them. And I always blamed myself for their behavior. I kept felt like it was me that was the problem, but in true reality, it wasn't me. It was something going on inside of them that really resonated fully. So I'm going to get ready to get on the platform, everybody, to talk about who is remarkable. For those of you listening to my Anchor podcast, you're getting the intro of it a little bit earlier than normal, which is okay. So I'm getting ready to come on and talk to everybody this afternoon or this evening or this morning whatever your uh, time zone may be I'm not going to be on very long today everybody so hope all is well with everybody today and I'm getting ready to get on Facebook so just give me a few minutes Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome back to Who's Remarkable. I thought I was going to be late this evening because I just got in the door about 6 o'clock running around with the babies, taking them where they need to go, and I was like, well, I'm not going to be making it at 7 o'clock, but I'm here promptly. So disregard the 7.30 broadcast because I'm here like I'm supposed to be. For those of you who are tuning into my Acre podcast, I start that uh, broadcast about 10 minutes prior to going live, so 
I kind of give you a little bit more in detail with that segment. Then I come on Facebook as well as my YouTube channel. So today, I'm talking about who is remarkable. So, why do I call myself remarkable? There was a dream that um, took place some years back. It was like an office setting building. I could talk about it now because I've told a couple of people about it. And what was said on top of the plate was remarkable. It was a beautiful office. The office was like, like it was like tenant. It was not tenant. It was clear sided. The seats were all white. The table was all um, nice and everything in terms of like an office setting. It was a glass table and the seats was white. It was beautiful. And that goes to show that hey. Why am I seeing this word remarkable resonating in my dream? So I'm like, let me call myself remarkable and see where this goes. And I kept hearing in my spirit, remarkable, remarkable, remarkable. And that's where that name came from. That dream I had some years back. And I've been just kind of rolling with it. I used to call myself remarkable Trish. I used to call myself remarkable Ink. I used to call myself just remarkable. And now it's just called remarkable queen inspiration. And then I sometimes call myself queen. So I've kind of maneuvered this name back and forth, back and forth, back and forth for a very long time. And I really started to see over the last few years that this is why my name is called Remarkable because I've been through storms. I've been through Tsumis. I've been through hurricanes. I've been through hailstorms. I've been through all these different obstacles and challenges. And some stories be so hard and so dark and so gothic that I can't even figure out if I'm coming or going, ladies and gentlemen. I'm being consistent with who is remarkable because this is something I've been trying to do for a very long time. And I've come to an understanding that even in my own personal life, I have to tell my story so people know exactly who I am as a woman and where do I come from and how I came who I am today. And this is going to go on for the next few weeks, everybody. So I'll be on here. You can always watch the replay. I'm showing up for myself. So I'm going to tell you that. I'm showing up for Trisha. To give you something to like say, dog. Remarkable went through all of that. I have. So let me give you a little subscription about this. Before I started into broadcasting... I used to work, worked a part-time job, and truth be told, it paid the bills. And I did that for about three years. That was my first first job, only job, matter of fact, before I started doing advertising and broadcasting and um, all those different things. And my life spiraled in a different direction that I didn't expect. I met a lot of different people when I was working and become a cashier, did apparel. So I have a lot of retail experience on that factor. And to be able to experience that and be around different people and get that work experience and all that good stuff. that It ended up becoming challenging because then I ended up having a lot of uh, problems because I was pregnant the last year or two at the job. And it was coming to be a problem with management. And it was other things going on in my life at the time, dealing with loved ones, being sick. My mother-in-law was sick, and then I'm pregnant, and it was just a lot going on. But in the beginning, before I started working in retail, it was just my daughter and me. We were staying with my folks at the time, and my um, boyfriend at the time before, well, my fiance at the time, we were staying in separate places. And um, I worked 
parents watched the baby while I worked, and then me and him ended up getting a place and um, moving back in with each other and ended up moving to Lake Worth. So I had to take that long haul to Lake Worth every day and all the way back home to and from to go back to work. Was it challenging? Was it difficult? Indeed it was. Then we ended up moving from Lake Worth and we ended up moving out there to, out west to West Palm out there on Stacy Street. And we stayed out there for for X amount of months and then we ended up having to move and then I ended up having to come back home. So I've had a back and forth transition with that on that note. Then I ended up leaving again and moving over there on 31st. I was still working, got going through this, but of course I had to take maternity leave because of my second child and I ended up going back to work. And then that's when things really got challenging because I had two kids. And um, then the job got very intense, very difficult, very, um, how would I say, they become inconsiderate and had no compassion because they kept changing management after management after management. And then uh, finally I've gotten this one manager and let's just say things didn't go the way that I expected and I'm end up losing my job and that fourth and third. And that's when I end up getting in a slip and fall accident. And when I got in a slip and fall accident, um, that accident really um, took me to a place of depression, anxiety. I didn't know where my life was going. And at the time, I was not um, very, um, how would I say, I wasn't a prayer warrior. I wasn't very religious. Um, I wasn't none of those things. I was just empty. I was just confused. I was just beside myself. I didn't even know how to pray. I didn't even know how to talk to God. I didn't know how to do any of those things back then. And I could sit back and think about these things like, man, I went through so many obstacles and challenges. So while going through this lawsuit, <sighs> the, the grief and the hell and the pain that I endured during that slip and fall accident in a department store keep in mind it happened a week after i got fired so i was really devastated first get fired then get hurt went through all the ordeals of getting a lawyer going through the chiropractor going through uh surgery going through mris going through all kind of crap to end up with a very low 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 lawsuit in return and you know, that devastated me to the core. Keep in mind, I was pregnant with my third child when the lawsuit finally came to pass. And that really just hit me below the belt because I thought truly that I was going to get the extra mile. And so many people encouraged me to like, you should have just took it to federal court. And I go back and think about those things now it's like, dog, what would have happened if I would have went to federal court and pursued this a little further? And the attorney who I was dealing with at the time was kind of scared. They was kind of afraid that if I went further, they were going to lose the case. And it just was a very sticky and messy situation. And as I go back and think about that, I could have went pursued it and been one wealthy woman or as you can see I, I took what they gave me and walked away because I was tired I was tired of fighting I was tired of being aggravated I was tired of all this behavior that was going on I felt like I was the bad guy I felt like I did so much wrong 
But in the process, I was being tested. I was being tested. And I didn't realize because my faith level back then was not that good. My prayer life was really not that good. My doubt and weary level was at 100 plus back then. My prayer life wasn't as powerful as it was. Excuse me. It is now. Back then, I didn't know how to pray. I didn't know about reading the Bible. I read it, but I didn't understand it. Um, I feared so much. I overthought so much. I allowed weariness to take full course over me. Like, every time, literally everybody, every time I'm walking down the street, I'm afraid that somebody's watching me on camera. Keep in mind, detectives, all of them was watching me when I was going through that lawsuit. And then I had collection agencies calling me, bugging me, threatening me too. That stressed me out to the core. And you know, the, the things that I went through and experienced in that time frame really showed me that I really had to draw closer to God. And at the time, we weren't really, 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 really involved with too many churches. When I first lost my job, we were affiliated with Christ Fellowship. And then we kind of backslid and kind of got away from them because life happened, things happened. It caused us not to want to be involved or, how would I say it, connected to church then because of all the things that had happened. And all the things that happened, happened with me getting hurt. He's not working. I'm unemployment. Him back and forth a day labor. I'm pregnant with another child. That was the most stressful and most tiring thing. And the only thing that kept me grounded and knowing that I had a great support system in the process of all of that. My parents, my parents, to God be the glory. They really stepped in and really carried the load and really was there for me and my family through it all. And continued to be there through it all. Like I tell everybody, this is why my name is Remarkable because I went through so many storms back to my story so while we're going through all these ordeals and things and whatnot, we end up getting a vehicle but we end up losing it because one neither, uh, neither one of us is actually having a steady income and workman excuse me unemployment was only paying so much and then that finally kind of ran out and he was not working if he did he did they labor he did that for so long and then it was just the most hard times for this family by far back then and I come to tell you this ladies and gentlemen Remarkable was pregnant for nine months and had to walk the entire nine months and I'm going to tell you the situation on that you know when you make choices in life you have to learn from your mistakes. You have to learn from the choices and the mistakes you make in your life. Because it can come back on you. And by me thinking about all the times that we had to walk or catch the bus or take the tri-rail or continue to walk. Those were very trying times. And I can go back and remember the times I spent money on the bus or going back and forth to school. Getting wet at the bus stop trying to get back home all these different factors and i can sit here and really say that even though i went through all those obstacles and challenges i had prayer warriors 
at the time I didn't realize that because I still wasn't knowing who I was and how I became remarkable and all these different factors. And then this is how I became involved with a group of women. So after I went through the lawsuit and all these ordeals and being pregnant, then my baby boy was born and this is how I got connected with these amazing ladies at Bridges at Riviera Beach. One day, we were invited to like a round kindergarten roundup or whatnot for my um middle child. And this is where I met the phenomenal uh Terry Ferguson and you know didn't really know too much about Bridges at Riviera Beach, didn't know about the organization and whatnot. So I put my name on the on the um, paperwork and my phone number and show behold she called me to let me know, Hi, my name is Terry, this is that and the third and um I just wanted to let you know we have an event coming up. So I thought about it. And so then me and the kids, of course, me and my girls, and me pregnant with my son, end up going over to Bridges River Beach. They had an amazing type of summer slide program where they had rock climbing, bounce house, food, sodas. And that's when I met the phenomenal Lorna Samuels, the navigator at the time. Very, very lovely spirit, very impassionate. And then I end up meeting Evangeline Muhammad. And become very close to them. And they became very dear to me because I was always there in need for stuff. And they always come and, hey, Miss Johnson, how you doing? Because I became a routine. That's when I met Gwendolyn Kelly and all of these amazing women. And that's when I met Deborah Wilson, which was Deborah Pickens at the time. Then that's when I met Floracy when she first came out of Philly. So the story goes on and on. And then there was Tierra there. Then there was Mr. D. So you know I've been around Bridges at Riviera Beach for a very long time. And these wonderful people showed me a different perspective on life. And they were so easy to talk to and listen to. And you can tell them anything and everything about your problems. And I can remember having a conversation with um, the director. And the director seen so much potential in me that she gave me a chance. I'm going to come back to this one again. She gave me a chance and she asked me boldly, Hey, do you mind uh, working on our Facebook page? And I talked about this yesterday, but I'm going to kind of get you down the line. And then I'm going to tell you how I got a chance working in retail. How did I get a chance working in retail? Okay. She took the chance. And she knew deep down inside that if she had chose me to work with the phenomenal Queen Trina, how all this will resonate. And what I tell you, the page went from about 50 people to almost four, 500 people because I simply took time out to figure out what that platform needed at that moment. And I just shot off like a rocket. I shot off. I went far. I hit the stars, the moons, and the rockets. I shut off like a rocket and kept flying. I kept flying because I had a support of women cheering me on saying, Go Trish, go Trish. Did I make mistakes and errors along the way? Of course I did. But that's all a part of learning, right? You have to fail, fail in order to succeed. So I had to fail, fail a couple of times to understand this is what you have to do. These are the do's and don'ts in this line of work. And I learned from the amazing, phenomenal Queen Trina about the do's and don'ts and what 
not to do and what not to say. Did I get a little iffy and diffy that and that about that? I did. But at the end of the day, I learned so much that I didn't learn before. When I first came on to their platform, I was clueless on what to do and how to do it and how to manage any type of Facebook page. Keep in mind, I was a MySpace, MySpace person. So I wasn't a big fan of Facebook. Didn't know much about Facebook. Honestly, didn't care for it at the time. I had a page, but I wasn't so actively in it. I spent other things, spent other time doing other things, and never really made Facebook a priority or even a place for me to be even be at. So continuing as the years I progress in learning about social media and learning about advertising, marketing, and connecting with different people, I begin to realize that hey, something's about to resonate. That is really going to take a full 180 in my life. And what was about to come out was concrete evidence that was already planted and prepared for me. And when I walked in that position, I walked in that position scared, afraid, uncertain, didn't have much confidence, low self-esteem, all of those different aspects because I was afraid of the unknown. And by me being afraid of the unknown, I didn't know myself. I didn't know who I was becoming. I didn't know how to love myself or appreciate myself or really understand myself. I really got into a place that I was afraid to even do anything because I didn't want to offend nobody. I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I didn't want to say the wrong thing. I was playing safety guard. And when I tell you I was playing safety guard, I was playing safety guard, everybody. And that safety guard is like, absolutely, it's like, pause, pray, hold up, don't do this, don't make this person mad, this, that, and that. But I had a sister who was building me up, building my confidence up, having me dress appropriately, wearing makeup, putting my hair in different styles, and building my confidence up so that way I wouldn't be ashamed or I wouldn't be afraid to speak up or speak out about things that I feel was beneficiary at the end of the day. Now we're going to go back a little further. When I started retail, so I'm going back. I just, I kind of went 10 steps back. Keep in mind, I worked for one job, one job only. And I put numerous applications in for years. But this gentleman, and I'm going to go back to what I was talking about. This gentleman sat here at this interview with me back in 2007. It was a 4 o'clock interview. And he asked me this one question. If I hire you and give you a chance, will you do this job and learn the best of your ability? This man said, if I give you a chance, will you do a good job to the best of your ability and be able to speak up and verbalize and talk to people? This man gave me a chance. I done had many job interviews and applications that, that went through and nothing really happened, but he gave me a chance. That was my one shot of employment, and I did it. And I lasted for those years that I lasted. And I'm really proud of myself that I did last the way I lasted because it gave me experience in that field. What I'm trying to tell you about Remarkable Queen Inspiration, 
people will look at me and make look at me so oh i don't think she's qualified this and that but it's always that one person who will give me a chance john heller he gave me a chance terry ferguson gave me a chance and many more to come will give Remarkable Queen of Inspiration a chance because they're going to see what those two individuals saw in me. They saw quality. They saw potential. They saw growth. They saw magnificent things about me simply by the heart. They were using their heart. They went with their heart. They went and knew deep down inside there was something about me that they really wanted to see what I had to offer. And gave me that chance. And gave me that opportunity to prove myself. So I clap myself and celebrate myself. Because people gave Markable a chance. They gave me a chance with retail. They gave me a chance to be on social media. Even if it was a volunteer position. They gave me a chance. That paved my way to where I'm at right now. In ministry. And when I talked about it yesterday. I was heading down that road. But by me getting the exposure. Doing advertising and 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 promoting stuff that made my name come out being that i did this for x amount of years and now i transition to this to what i'm doing right now this is a passion to me ladies and gentlemen and when people see things about me that they are willing to give me a chance and and make that investment and sow a token into my life they believe that i'm gonna be something great just like i am right now i started this platform Back in 2000, hold on everybody. I started a little bit in 2017 and I really took off in 18, 19, and 20 and went skyrocket. I did that for me. I proved to myself that I will be somebody great. I will be somebody amazing. I will carry that legacy and leave it to so many people will understand who Remarkable Queen Inspiration is. I had to fight. I had to struggle. I had to deal with so many people coming in and out of my life like an evolving door. But guess what? God never gave up on me. He never threw in the towel. He always seen greatness in me. So as I go forward and move forward in this platform, I want you to understand this is why my name is Remarkable. Because... I carry heavy weight. I carry heavy things. I do great things. Through my pain. Through my hurt. Through my struggle. Through my sacrifice. Through my all things. This is where I'm at at this very day. And I speak life into myself. And I can say I'm proud of myself. If I don't get as many views, I don't care. I used to care about how many people came on my platform and viewed me. I am doing this to say I have accomplished something. I have overcame something. I am going to be great. I am going to be magnificent. And I'm definitely going to be what God has called me to be. This is my testimony. This is my story. This is what I had to go through to get to where I am at today. And to, to continue to pave the way further and further and further along to inspire, to encourage, and motivate people. My name is Remarkable, and that's who I am. I'm getting ready to take a quick intermission, and I'll be right back, everybody.
be the fact of the matter is that you're growing in the way God wants you to be. And a lot of people are not going to support you nor love you. And I'm telling you this truthfully, brutally, honestly, you're looking for all your support system. Where are they? When you're looking for all those people that say they care about you, where are they? Think about what the Queen of Inspiration is saying to you. Never snooze your nose down on somebody. When you're elevating, everybody can't go with you. When you're rising, everybody can't go with you. When you are elevating and rising and growing and being the person that you need to be. A lot of people are going to be disturbed by that. Simply the fact that they are jealous of you. They envy you and they definitely don't appreciate you. They won't even speak to you the same. They won't even acknowledge you the same. In this season, good God, Mike, you're about to see the ones that you really thought really loved you. Clear to the point, they never really supported you from the beginning. So be careful who's on your team. Be careful who is on your side. Be careful who loves you. Be careful who you let in your world. Don't tell everybody your business. Don't do it. Stop chasing after your past and look clearly for your present and your future. Simple the fact of the matter is, you need to pay attention to what's going on around you and be connected with the right type of people. I already see who's in my circle. I already see who's going to my future. I have chippered away quite a few people that are not on my team anymore. I have chippered away quite a few people who don't love me or support. I'm growing and walking in a new path of finding new people, different people, <coughs> better people, people that love me and people that appreciate me. And I need everybody who is tuning into the broadcast to start to think about some of the things that are happening in this season. Some of the people that say that love you, say that to support you, you need to pay attention to that. You will be like, where was they when I was in the hospital? Where was they when I needed somebody to talk to? You take it up to him. And the people that have been hanging around you, you stay closer to them because they are the ones that appreciate you and they're consistent with you. Don't go dealing with the ones that like a boat that come in and come out. Because clearly, you're not a priority in their life. My name is Latricia Johnson, Queen of Inspiration. Welcome to the new me, the new perspective, the new surrounding, the new listening, the new me. March 25th will be a whole transitional thing for the Queen of Inspiration. The things that matter no longer matter anymore. The things I were doing no longer exist This is the new and improved Queen of Inspiration. The things that are about to be said on this page is going to help me and a lot of people that tune in. And I'm taking, like I said, time out. And I'm paying attention to everything. And how people's body language is different. And how they act You're going to see that in the season. And you're going to be like, man, Remarkable's right. Yes, I am. Because I am in the body of Christ. Y'all keep each other in prayer. Y'all be lifted. And definitely carry the word of God everywhere you go. Take care. Alright, everybody. So this video was made a few years ago. And that resonates to this very day. Um, that video is where I was at a time in that video where I was transitioning from advertising to ministry. 
And I noticed when I got from that platform, how many people did not support me, how many people were very envy of me, and how many people said, you left us for this, that, and the third. They were so upset. They were so frustrated. And I, at a time, was like, you know what? I got to do what's best for Trisha. Because at the end of the day, <laughs> what's best for me is going to get me somewhere. And I know it's hard to understand that factor a lot of times when you're transitioning to something. For example, like, if you get a job, oh, everybody congratulate you. But when you start your own business, it's like little support because they feel like you're not going to succeed. They feel like your business is not going to go anywhere. It's not. It's going to go under. And ladies and gentlemen, I am doing who's remarkable. And if I have maybe one or two people watching and I don't get that many views, the old Trisha would have been big mad right now. I don't even care. Because I'm doing this. Because y'all will watch the replay. That part. I tell you that much. But that video helped a lot of people back then. And it helped myself. It was my motivation. And it was other people's motivation too. Because it showed them that. That was remarkable stepping out on faith. And speaking the truth. And saying what she needs to say. And it's inspired me to do better as a person. And I come to tell you this everybody. Whatever it is that you desire to do. Go ahead and do it. You got to fail a couple of times, so what? I had to fail a couple of times. I'm still failing at certain things, but I'm not ashamed about it because I'm just learning how to improve myself even more each day. So I want to thank you all for tuning in today. I told you I wasn't going to be on very long. I think I was on like 50 minutes last night because I had a lot of content to want to share. But I'll be back on tomorrow at the same time, maybe at 7, maybe at 7.30. But you can always watch the replay on this. On that note, everybody, I'm getting ready to log off and get ready to go on OTM for the nightly prayer. This is Remarkable, Queen of Inspiration, the founder of On Time Ministry, TTS 1000, and the Love Ministry. Have a blessed and amazing evening. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to the Anchor Podcast. This is Remarkable, Queen of Inspiration.